this down Family what is up FM style Promises all the things you want worthwhile Once it sucks you in your Hello and welcome to Flickercast, the podcast for the Flickr community. I'm Brian Campbell. And I'm Jason Matthews. And this is episode number four. And this week we have more news from Flickr. And that is they added a new feature called, um, well not called anything, but you could now add commenting to uh, photo stream sets. Yeah, if you're familiar with how the commenting works on an, on an image, it works the same way on a set. And that's just one of those things that... Kind of like, uh, why wasn't it there before? I don't know. Not a major development, but something right. that seems to have been overlooked. This is something that could have been easily implemented for a long time, so um, it's not necessarily one of the you know, most requested features, but it's good that it's here. Yeah, and, uh, well, actually it is fairly requested, or it was. I mean, every now and then it would pop up on Flickr Ideas. But uh, I, I guess that's good for... You know, people who are more on top of their sets than I am. I mean, my sets are just completely mismanaged and unorganized. Right. And I'm not motivated to go back and do them the right way. <laughs> but um, a lot of people do use their sets as a, um, a more of a photo album, which I think is what their intention, what Flickr's intention is for those. Uh, and so this is great. You know, if you have, if someone wants to comment on, uh, a particular uh, set of images, even. That's obviously. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they have a set called Paris and uh, there's 30 pictures on there, uh, maybe right. you like all the pictures, but you don't want to comment on each and every one. So you could comment on their set as a whole. You know, maybe it's a quality set. Yeah, I would hope it would encourage more people to uh, to do that kind of long uh, photo project kind of thing, uh, where you have just you know. A series of images uh, grouped together in an album. Right. If people can get feedback on that level, uh, hopefully it would encourage them to take on those projects. But I don't know. Okay. Well, there's not much news for this week, but um, we did. That's uh, right. It was a slow news week. That's right. And um, speaking of news, we have some. Uh, what would you call personal? Personal. I news? would call it self-promotion. Yeah, and I I don't like self-promotion so much, and neither do you, but uh, we've got to throw it out there. Uh, We have two new additions to the Flickr cast. Yeah, and hopefully it's less blatant advertising and more community participation. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, a listener set up a Flickr cast group for us, and uh, we appreciate that. And he basically said that, um, you know, we could administer this group and he thought it would be a good idea and we agreed with him now right it's worth mentioning that um the flicker excuse me the flicker cast group is more of a um forum than it is a um like a photo stream so yeah we're not really sure right now on what kind of images to have in the pool so i think it works better as a discussion group that's right anything we talk about on the flicker cast or Um, Or anything you want to talk about. That's right. Comments, suggestions, questions, whatever you want. Um, Go ahead and post them in there. And 
you know, we, we actually spend the time to read all of our comments and all of our emails. We've been getting several, so um, we don't have time to reply to them all, but, uh, you know, it's greatly appreciated for all the people um, that's been participating so far. Yeah, and I think, you know, one of the two of us will make the effort to respond when we're able to. Um, but, you know, we're not always able to. Right. Also, we have um, the Flickr cast on Frapper now. Yeah, and Frapper is, uh, well, it's very trendy, trendy right now. Um, it basically, it is a Google map where users can add um, themselves to the map. And you get a little push pin on the map showing where in the world you're located. And I, when I saw the people that were joining the group and saw that quite a few of them were from, uh, let's say, far afield. Um, Germany. You know, people all around the world. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. in Europe. Um, I thought, well, you know, I'd, I'd kind of like to know where everyone is. So I figure Frapper's pretty popular right now. I'll set up one of those, and that seems like an easy way to see where everyone's listening from. That's right. So and I like this notion that we're sitting here in our, our rooms just recording this and, you know, people on the other side of the world are listening to it. That's right. And uh, you could leave your name and uh, leave a little comment. Um, there's been a lot of little goofy ones. I, I enjoy reading those. So if you'd like, we'll have the links to not only the Flickrcast group, but the, uh, the Frapper link for Flickrcast on the website. So right. So you could check those out. Yep. And uh, moving on. Oh, by the way, I wanted to mention this. Uh, the biggest pain in the ass when doing this podcast is coming up with segues. So I'm going to just tell everyone right now, we're working off an outline. So sometimes if we just switch topics rapidly, that's just because we you know, don't have a smooth segue. And that's right. Uh, <laughs> it would take too long to re-record it. So I, I think that segues come with experience. So Yeah, which we don't have yet. So... We're either uh, not, bear not with even going to try with the segues, or we may just jump a little bit, so please bear with us. <laughs> yeah, if one comes to mind, we'll use it, but if not, um, I'm just going to say moving on to the next thing. Right, and moving on. And I on. know that won't sound as smooth, but, you know, whatever. We're very self-critical sometimes, so. Yeah. So what's up next? Uh, up next we have, uh, well, a suggested topic from uh, user Monaxel, or Monaxel in uh, the Flickrcast group. Very cool. In fact, he w- his, his was actually the first post in the group. Awesome. And uh, what? That's awesome. And what oh. did he say? Uh, one of the things he wanted us to talk about was how do people get over, um, I guess, you, like writer's block, but for photography. Yeah, we could call it photographic blocks, you know, I guess. Yeah, that's what he calls it. And... Um, or things that you're you might be uncomfortable doing, like taking pictures of people on the street, Ooh. or you know, yeah, that is that's a hard one for me. That's very uh, hard for me. Impossible one, I would say. <laughs> um, or just when you don't have any inspiration, you know. Right. And uh, so I think we both, uh, Brian and I, both have been hit by these problems. If you look at my uh, photo stream, it's. I don't have a whole lot up, and it's not because of lack of interest. It's because I'm short on, short on ideas. And what I would suggest that people do, and you know, I need to take my own advice, is just to uh, try something different. Try something you've never tried before. Um, you know, if the picture turns out badly, then you know not to do that again. Or 
uh, try a different composition. But, you know, it's, it's all about creativity, you know, just try and be creative. And um, since most of us are not using film anymore or not as much, you know, you can take as many pictures as you want and it's not going to cost you anything. So just take more pictures and uh, even if it's just kind of random things, just look at those and say, you know, hmm, I could do more with this or I could do something different with this. Yeah, and in your case, I know you're taking a lot of pictures, but you I think you edit too ruthlessly. Yeah. I, I would say just just post them, man. I'm not I'm not happy with a lot of my stuff. Even if they look bad, just post the best. I've got to realize that I I don't have a digital SLR yet, SLR yet and, you know, I just No, that's not always a a limitation. It is for some situations, but not like my my sunweed my sunweed pictures just goes to show you that I can make take good pictures with that Casio I have the five megapixels so right I'm trying uh what would you say Jason um I would say the first thing if you want to overcome a block is stop looking for an easy answer um because there aren't any the only solution that I know of is just to keep your head down and do your practice and uh just keep shooting regardless of how anything turns out yeah and um even if even if you shoot nothing but cats for a month so what you know eventually we all have to do that eventually one or two of those cat pictures you've been shooting is going to turn out awesome even it's even if it's something by accident yeah you know the cat makes a goofy face or I something i think i think part of the key is to not be attached to how they turn out just uh go out there and do it right and do it I've been getting better about this, but uh, if you have a, especially if you have a smaller camera that you could pocket, take it everywhere with you. You never know when the perfect picture is going to be right in front of you and you don't have your camera with you. I've run into that oh. so many problems. I mean, so yeah. many times. I have, uh, it took me a while to get into the habit, but I do take my 20D, three lenses, and then my also my... Uh, my point and shoot with me everywhere i go um every day (laughs) i don't always use it and uh, sometimes i feel bad for letting you know stuff sit in the car but you know there's not always a opportunity for a good shot right but i mean last night i'm driving home it's um almost three in the morning and i see on the highway um they're doing some road construction on the highway i have to drive on so right there's a lot of like new lights up and I don't know, just trust me on this. The road looked kind of cool, so I was going to take a picture of it. But it required me to stand in the middle of the highway. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Should we have a that's kind of dangerous, <laughs> even at 3 in the morning. Yeah. We're not suggesting anyone do this, by the way. So Do not try this at home. You know. Um, so I was going back and forth. You know, I'm fighting with myself. I had the gear in the car, and I'm sitting there arguing with myself, saying, it's 3 in the morning, what are you doing? Don't turn around and go try to get this stupid shot that's probably not going to work anyway. And... Uh, eventually i did i like pulled off and i um turned around and went back to the spot i saw that and uh got out of the car and waited till everyone was gone you know i mean there's still people driving on this highway in the middle of the night oh yeah so i waited until the road was clear and uh jumped out in the middle of the road stood on the center line tried to take this picture and just through user error it completely failed but at least i tried you know I mean, right not everyone is gonna is gonna fail when they <laughs> right. You know. And if I had it to do over again, I probably wouldn't. But uh, 
there was a lot of pressure because the car was coming at me at about 60 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. And uh, I had to do it quick and get out of the way. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe um, spontaneity or being spontaneous is, is a good thing. If a lot What of I find is, I mean, the 20D sits in the camera bag behind my passenger seat in the car. So I know it's there, but it's it's more of an issue of I have to commit to, say, you know, pulling off the road, stopping what I'm doing, and getting all the gear out. But once I commit, I'm into it, you know? Right. Um, and I'll keep taking pictures until I get the one I want. Right. You're past the point of no return, so you might as well commit right. to and it. Right. So, and sometimes it's like you have to take that first click in order to, uh, I mean, you have to take that first shot in order to get yourself going. And then once you do that, you start seeing other shots that you can take and stuff like that. Right. So my advice would be, uh, if you're if you're feeling blocked, just get out there and do something. It doesn't even matter what. Um, right. Don't even think about what it is or how it's going to turn out. Just go out and do something. And in the course of that, you'll come across something better. Yeah. And my advice is take your camera with you everywhere, no matter, um, you know, if you're going to work or you think you're going to be busy because you may have a minute or two just to stop and uh, take that uh, that picture, that perfect picture. And corollary to that, commit to taking the camera out once you see something that would make a good picture. That's right. Even if people are around, even if they're going to maybe hassle you, you know, just do it anyway. Right. If there's, if there's people about, um, you're going to get hassled eventually, so that's just something you're going to have to learn to deal with. Tap right, and that kind of leads on... Hmm? Go ahead. Oh, that kind of leads on into something else he was saying ab- about taking pictures of strangers. Uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know how street photographers do it. They, they've got to have some kind of iron will and right. well, no... Uh, let's just say they're all dressed up like news reporters, so no, <laughs> yeah, no one questions them. Oh, I don't know about that. I'm, I'm kidding, of course, but... Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, if I don't know. I think uh, whether you're talking about a picture taken today or 50 years ago, it still, it still takes some guts to get out and shove a camera in someone's face and take a picture of them in public. Right. That, I have no advice on. Yeah, that's, that's not necessarily for me right now, but uh, some people love taking yeah. pictures Even of other though people, so... Even though I would have to say photojournalism and street photography is uh, probably my number one favorite style, I just can't do it myself because, I, you know, I just have this uh, self-conscious right. fear of being hassled kind of thing. And uh, I don't know where to begin on how to push myself out of it. Right. Okay, well, hopefully that helps. Um we have some group discussions going on, and uh, we thought we'd bring a few of those up. Yeah, like I said, this was kind of a slow news week, so uh, I just picked some random threads from uh, Flickr Central and Flickr Ideas that I thought we could talk about Right. for one reason or another. And the first one is, um, is the Flickr community fragmenting? Right, this was a thread in Flickr Central. Um Okay, the title of it is Flickr Used to Be Crack, and that's kind of a reference to an old classic Flickr Central thread uh, that was just called Flickr is Crack, talking about, you know, in the early days how great it was. And so this new thread that we're talking about is kind of a look back on why things have changed. And 
I was surprised in reading it that a lot of people seem to be of the opinion that something about the Flickr experience has gone downhill. Yeah, I, I could see that. Um, I personally don't think the Flickr experience has gone downhill. Neither do I. Um, what, I what I'm thinking this is, is that um, especially the people who have been with it from the beginning, um, with the exception of yourself and, and others, um, are just getting used to it. I mean, it's it's lost its... Um, oh, I'm not sure what the word for it is. like when you buy something Novelty. New. Uh, yeah, it's lost, yeah, its, it's, novelty lost its novelty to novelty. some people. Um, I, th- I think it's as simple as that. It, it could be. Um, I'm wondering if it might be just uh, kind of the classic thing, you know, when a band gets popular, people accuse it of selling out. Right. I'm wondering if it's like that, where there's a lot of people who are saying, I knew Flickr back when back before Flickr was popular. Yeah, when there's uh, only 3,000 users, blah, 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 yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Now that Flickr signed with a major label, they're not cool anymore. <laughs> yeah. They lost their indie cred. That's right. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, one thing I could say about this is that uh, a lot of just a lot of pe- people, you know, complain about this. But I I don't know if they're really taking it that seriously. They're not leaving Flickr and joining some other photo site because they think that it's even though it's a lot of people have crack, you know. Yeah, a lot of people have frequently said they're going to do that in response to one problem or another. I don't really see another viable option. <laughs> because even even with uh complaints like this, uh I think it's still safe to say that Flickr has the best photo-related community on the web. Right. To me it has the best interface, um the best content, you know. And my take on that is if that people if people think that something about the experience has changed and if it's not as fun or addictive or exciting as it used to be, well, the the service is not set up as a, something that's dictated from the top down. So really, you know, when the execs created this, they, they kind of handed it over to us and and let us make of it what we will. So if something has changed, then, you know, do whatever you have to to get it back. Yeah, that's right. Maybe uh, we all need to innovate more. Maybe we should, uh, you know, and and that leads into... And I don't have a solution for that. It's just... Right. Um, you know, find something. <laughs> don't just give up on the on the service or, well, or say, oh, it sucks now. And, well, that's, you know. that's why one reason we started the the uh, Flickr cast is to contribute to the uh, Flickr community and to get more people talking you know um, one of my favorite things is to talk about some of the groups that uh, are you know undiscovered but the ones that I think need to be found and right you know some of those groups are very very interesting and could be the new crack for some people I guess you could say Right, and uh, I'm trying to go through this thread and find the comment I was just looking at. Unfortunately, I scrolled away from it, so it could be a second until I find it. But uh, Fubuki in here says that um, the solution is to decentralize. Uh, And that's kind of what I think you were just talking about, is uh, go instead of going to 
Flickr Central that has, you know, what is it, like 14,000-something users. Oh, yeah. Go into the smaller groups that might have, like, 50 people in there. That's right. Uh, get into, like, the the niche communities. Oh, yes. that That's definitely a good idea. Some of these uh, niche communities But I also are... worry about that because, because people, uh, if they just stay in their little niche, uh, the community could get balkanized into you know, thousands and thousands of little 50-member communities. So you're saying it could be spread too thin if they do it that yeah. way. Right. I don't I don't think it's in danger of being spread too thin um, just because there are so many users and, you know, Flickr Central is always going to be this huge group and some of the other groups, you know, are almost as big as Flickr Central. So, you know, And I think a third possibility just occurred to me. Uh, in the good old days, they used to have all these strange memes that would come around and, you know, people would pick up on them and just start riffing on them back and forth and it would become part of the culture. And, uh, that seems to have fallen by the wayside a little bit. It's like people are, instead of, uh, you know, creating a thread about pie, right. Uh, um, they will, um just rehash the same subjects over and over. That's right. And I think people are getting a little tired of that. People um, don't like to beat a dead horse. You know, so... Right. So find new horses. Find new horses. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah, I think that... Why don't we say... Why don't we make that the last word on this discussion? Find new find horses. Find new horses. There we go. So hopefully that answers your question. We don't know but find new horses. Yeah. That about says it all. And the second thread. Uh, I've just picked this up from Flickr Ideas. It's not any single thread, but this idea keeps coming back again and again and again. Yikes. Speaking of dead horses. And of everything I've... Okay, by the way, Flickr Ideas is the forum where the admins tell people to uh, post their ideas for improving the service. Um... This is the worst idea I've ever seen in Flickr Ideas. Yeah, I, I agree. It's one of the worst I've seen. <laughs> and what it is is that for some reason, I don't know why, but people want to be able to customize their photo stream's appearance. Um, you know, yeah. I assume they want to change like the background color and right. text color and things like that and make it all hideous. They uh, want to go as far as putting little hamsters in the background <laughs> you know as, like, as as a wallpaper or something for those so they want to turn it into myspace pretty much yes and for those of you have who haven't been to myspace um i like the idea it's it's basically a community for people to meet um to find uh similar interest in whatever it's kind of like a friends service but um uh, the design of MySpace and more importantly the individual user designs they're able to customize their little um, part of MySpace completely and they look absolutely horrible most of so them. <laughs> not a lot of design majors that's right I mean MySpace, you've got right. backgrounds that are completely pink with um, you know bright yellow red lettering yeah, and stuff like that red and yellow littering and uh I, and a, that is what people want to do to Flickr. And that's what would happen, now, too. <laughs> here is my number one argument against that. Okay. 
you go to an art museum or you go to a gallery do they paint the wall behind every picture to match that picture (laughs) no no none that i know of it's white it's almost always white if it's not white it's gray or beige or some other neutral color right because when you have a a neutral color like that um it puts all the pictures on an even playing field right it's it is the best color you could use um (laughs) you wouldn't want a um to have a picture with kind of a you know maybe a sunset with um red and purple hues to it and then have your background be solid red or you know something that's really colorful because that would just take away well you bring in all kinds of problems with clashing and right other things like that we don't want um, we don't want it to look like you know 1980 85 <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> on our sites <laughs> on our streams i guess you could say now sometimes people will say oh well give us the option to make it have a, a gray background or a black background i could almost see that but right i also like the idea that no matter where you go on Flickr, the ui is the same and it generally has the same look it takes the focus off the Flickr page design and puts it on the photos themselves. Right. Yeah. That's my second argument against being able to change your background colors and whatever else about the photo stream design. Right. Yeah. People should remember that uh, Flickr is not about um, designing your own homepage. It's supposed to be a place where you could comment, tag, and post your images and view other people. Yeah, I think so. if if the metaphor for something like Blogger is uh, basically your own web page um, with a very simple purpose just to write on, um, the metaphor for Flickr would be more like an art gallery. Right. Where the building itself is not so relevant as the images inside it. Okay, so... Uh Hopefully, a lot of people um, feel the way we do about this. But um, if uh, Flickr did decide to do something like this, I, it would not be the end of the world. Um, but hopefully, they limit it to you know black and gray at the at the very at the very worst case scenario. So my hope would be that they would limit it so that it was a user preference stored with a cookie or something rather than something that's global. In other words, if you change your pay, if you change your view to gray and I don't want to see that, I want to see white. Oh, yeah. Um then I see what I've selected and you see what you've selected. That's right. So you could see your page the way you want to, but everyone else will see right. it the way they want to, which is I'd be fine with that. Plain. <laughs> and it's worth noting that uh as someone brings up in every one of these threads that has started uh, there's a Grease Monkey script for Firefox that will let you do just that. So if you just have to have something besides the white background, right? Uh, there's a way for you to get it without um, bugging everyone else. <laughs> okay. So uh, that's how we feel about uh, the page styles. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, moving on from that little bit of bitterness... Um, like we said, it's kind of been a slow news week this week, so we just decided to put in some random tags Yeah, something that we thought might be a little obscure. Something kind of fun we may do from time to time. Yeah, right. 
and th- th- you know this may work it may not uh we'll see <laughs> but we just wanted to put in some tags that we didn't think were going to be very popular and just see what they turn <laughs> yeah. up so which one do you want to do first uh your idea well, let's do yours because it's shorter okay yeah um if you do a search for the tag deuterino and uh now actually <laughs> i want to say you're originally going to do dude just dude and that's yeah that brings up like just too many generic pictures of people Yeah, way too many so um my and you were thinking more in like the lebowski yeah, vein, the, right? the big lebowski a, what i consider a, a classic um comedy from 1998 starring jeff jeff bridges and john goodman um you know go ahead and see that one it's very funny but uh they call the uh, character dude or the dude duderino his dudeness and so on el duderino if you're not into the whole brevity thing right so we did a search for duderino and uh it shows a picture of this uh, looks like an old guy in some type of white jumps jumpsuit and glasses like uh, sunglasses and well it was taken at Lebowski Fest yeah. in Louisville, Kentucky. The Big Lebowski is so <laughs> popular that they actually have a Lebowski Fest every year. And uh, and I gather that, and this is the only picture with the Deuterino tag. Right. So <laughs> I gather that he is supposed to be somewhat dressed up as Jeff Bridges' character, but he resembles him not one bit. I don't know. I, I think if uh, the, the character was older... And I could I could see some resemblance. He's got sandals. I mean, that's close, but yeah, nice marmot. What's with the hammer? Nice. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that uh, the rug really tied the room together, man. <laughs> okay, that's a obscure reference, but uh, well, it's not obscure if you've seen the movie. Yeah. So we'll have uh, maybe a link to this picture in the the show notes. It's it's amusing. <laughs> so uh, what was yours? It's odd. <laughs> yeah. Mine, now this is one I thought, okay, well, I'll just pick one. I don't think there's going to be too many pictures with this tag. I picked Truck Stop just because, uh, for various reasons, it's been a running motif lately um, in my life. So I figured, well, I'll just pick that. And uh, (laughs) there can't be too many pictures, right? Wrong. Wrong. (laughs) There were 644 at last count, and that includes the four that I uploaded last night. Again, not self-promotion, just happens to be a coincidence. Just saying, yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Um, I found quite a few on here that I really like, though. And what I didn't expect, I expected to see, like, you know, uh, neon lights and um, gas pumps, uh, semis pulled in for the night, things like that. Maybe pictures of truckers themselves, too. Yeah, yeah, like people eating pancakes in a diner at 12 in the morning. Um... What I didn't expect was that if you look at these pictures, they're frequently from people who are just out driving on the road at that moment. <laughs> and so if you look through their streams, you see these pictures from their entire journey. Right. And that's cool. That is cool. Um, right. And a few of the of the ones I found uh, just with the truck stop tag, um, some of them are, are uh, about what you'd expect. Some of them are really nice as photographs, and some of them are just plain strange yeah or funny (laughs) we picked out three in particular um we should Mm -hmm. mention and uh one you picked Yeah, first one is this the pink elephant (laughs) with the glasses and the highball glass or whatever that is the martini glass and what's cool is there's a girl standing right in front of it with a uh like a pink skirt on and a um, yeah i heard a white (laughs) 
top and it, it, it matches the elephant and the elephant's tusk and she's kind of pointing at it yeah. smiling but now I have to wonder because that elephant looks familiar to me and probably to you too right yeah this elephant's been in uh, in Springfield now what I wonder is is there just one elephant or are there many elephants I don't know um I ho- our listeners should uh, take a look at this and if they've seen yes, this before yes listeners please help us if you have seen this pink elephant let us know we're not the only ones right because I thought it was just a Springfield thing but apparently uh, maybe it's not so I think that I think they make a few of them <laughs> it's a giant and shop them around it's a giant pe- the elephant travels from countryside to countryside wherever it's needed that's right it's like a uh, Dumbo and it can, it can fly with its ears but uh it's a giant pink elephant with uh, glasses on, and it's holding a martini glass with an olive in it. Yeah, in its snout. Yeah, so it basically, whenever you see this, it's, it, it screams, take a picture of me. So that's what they did. It does. That's what they did. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and the second one I found was, um, this is one, more the one that's not funny or weird or anything, but just looks nice as a photograph. Uh, it's a black and white of the uh, truck stop in Desert Center, California. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, link to it from the show notes. They say it's the only place to refuel within a 100-mile radius and that the fuel is very right. expensive here. As would be expected. Yeah. But uh, this picture kind of reminds me of... Uh, like something from... You know, in fear and loathing in Las Vegas when they're driving through the desert. Oh, yeah. Like they'd stop here or uh, at the beginning of Kill Bill, episode one, I think it is. You know, they got the co- he's got there's a cop with the uh, sunglasses on his dash on his dashboard. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's, it does have that lonely desert motif. Yeah. But mostly you see it in the background, not the building itself. Right. It says a uh, CH16 on there. What's that about? I don't know. I was trying to figure it out myself. I just don't know. Yeah. Did you mention it's a black and white? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's. Yeah. This this looks like a picture that'd be better in black and white. So it's. Right. I I can't. You know I can't envision that in full color. Right. It just it wouldn't have that same. Uh, isolated feeling. I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. And, the, and you know another thing. Let me look at this larger because I don't really see any signs of life here. It's and that just contributes to the desolation, right? You know, like the window is broken. And that's that's uh, probably what they're trying to get to because, uh, you know, there's probably someone working inside there, but you can't see mm-hmm. him. So, and that just kind of that uh, says truck stop to me. There's something very eerie about him, and I don't know how to define it. Yeah. But uh, especially if you go in the middle of the night. Oh yeah, so them uh, tagging this truck stop was very appropriate yeah and uh, I found one that I like and uh, <laughs> I guess this is a uh, a regular thing at truck stops It's it's got to be common I mean we saw it last night yeah it's the fish fund cat and it's a big plush cat it's a big plush cat with a huge stomach and a small head um, orange and yeah, white yeah and on the stomach it says fish fund. Yeah, and I was really tired last night when I saw this, and it was kind of freaking me out. <laughs> but uh, uh-huh. I, what is this about? I, it says uh, I don't know. 
the little comment says this is the crappiest thing you could buy at a truck stop. It's fun to say though. And that's saying something. Yeah. Fish fund, fish fund. Truckers love the fish fund cat. So um, if anyone knows what this is about, you know, if there's some history to it, then let us know. But please tell us because my brain is hurting yeah, now. When we went on a little adventure last night to uh, Peoria, and on the way back we stopped at a truck stop for some uh, some beverages and to use the bathroom and stuff. And and I ran across this uh, this cat, and you took a picture of it. Yeah, I took a picture of it, I should say, because I had already seen this one that you were just talking about okay. when I was doing the preparation for the outline earlier in the week. And I was like, man, you know, it's popping up here again. Yeah. So I got to take a picture of it. Yeah. I don't know what more you can say about yeah. it. So, yeah, if you have any um, interesting tags you want us to search for in a future podcast, then maybe you could suggest those. And uh, Yeah, and... In the future, if you if you catch us doing this, it probably means we didn't have a whole lot of material to fill out the outline for the week. Right. So uh, there you go. Okay. Well, this was kind of a short episode, but um, we're gonna kind of wrap it up. Actually, it wasn't. I think we're running a little. We're running about right on time. I okay. think. We always think the episode's gonna be too short or too long, and it ends up being. And then we end up rattling on about something or right. other. But uh, for everything you've heard today you can check out our website at flickercast.com or you can email us at uh, flickercast at gmail.com we read all of our emails right or you can join the flicker group That's right uh at flicker.com slash groups slash flickercast and remember um we'll have for everything we've talked about the links will be in the show notes on our website the uh intro music that you heard today we're gonna play the full thing here and uh, it's by Chance in the Choir. And uh, this was recorded actually live in L.A. The song's called Radio Free. Um, it sounds kind of like a mid-90s uh, rock rock song, would you say? Or I would, yeah, that seems yeah, fitting. So enjoy that, and uh, we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Next week. See you then. Bye. Bye. This next song is off the first EP. It's called Radio Free. Enjoy. This time Family what is a FM style Promises all the things you want Once it sucks you in, you're left behind Cause everyone changes, everyone changes them